Yeah. That way nobody looks dumb alone. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's a, well, yeah. Put us to shame <laughs> collectively. collectively. Yeah. I'm actually writing a, a Christmas uh, movie called Dumb Alone. <laughs> <laughs> Weirdly, I was thinking that, and then just, you beat me to it. It's just me at home. <laughs> <laughs> Setting up traps for nobody. For, me, for yeah. yourself <laughs> in the middle of the night. As <laughs> Somebody's in here. I just saw him in the mirror. <laughs> Yes, Beatitudes, welcome to another Monday rip-roaring episode of the Beatitudes I couldn't be more excited to be here with you in this wonderful February kickoff to February of the Beatitudes My name is Jeff Shufflebein, this show is a podcast for Christian men who are truly trying to grow either in their curiosity and understanding of the faith or to go much deeper and add humor to a world that sometimes forgets that you are called to have joy and laughter as you grow in holiness. I'm here with two of the greatest bro hosts of all time, Nicholas Besner. What's going on? Everything. And how about you, Paul Kolker? What is not happening? Nothing. So now that we've covered all that, we're right into the show here. This is a show that if you've never experienced us before, and I mean experience, this is, you're not listening, you're not watching, all you should be on YouTube and you should subscribe on every platform. This is a show that you are a part of. And when you're here, you're going to have this pull of levity and this incredible laughter and this incredible... Living it up. And you're also going to have... Uh, lightitude. Yep. And that's... It's not long, longitude. <laughs> it's lightitude. <laughs> because we keep it lighter. We, well, we're we good just, at math. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> we make up all of our own words all the time. So I just thought I'd do a new one. The whole show is based on that, Paul. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Authentic fraternity here on the Beatitudes. Listen, we bring in all these amazing guests. We decided on... Towards the end of season two here, we're going to take over Latin America. That's what we're doing. We conquered Australia <laughs> twice. <laughs> Oi, that's right. Coming a little bit closer to home. We Hey, we also circled part of Oregon. And so yeah. mostly that trail. The trail. <laughs> uh, Rome. We managed to rope Rome in. We did. Yeah. yeah. And now we just need somebody to take over what I don't even think is just a continent. It's like a continent and a half. Is that right? <laughs> Yeah, All right, middle let me, America. I'm going to do my <laughs> best introduction of a name. Uh, welcome to the show, Jose. I got that right. It has an accent on it in the E there. Jose Manuel de Oriki. Orkiri. Orkiri. Gosh, I forgot it. You can do it, Paul. Paul. Orkiri. Yeah, or you got it. <laughs> You're you kidding me that that's <laughs> what it was the whole time? Ex- exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Jose, Jose, Manuel. Manuel. <laughs> Jose Manuel de Orquidi. You joke, but, but that's how I, <laughs> I I sort of teach it to to non non Hispanics. To people like you, <laughs> like you're hey, kidding. Sort of like <laughs> <that>. <laughs> to people with your intelligence. <laughs> uh, Jose, welcome to the show. How did we first connect? Was it through Scent Ventures? I think so. Yeah, last year in DC. In DC, nice. yeah, yeah. Nice. And you. Uh, I remember the minute I figured out who you were in real life, mm-hmm. I was like, I know this dude from not real life because mm-hmm. you have this incredible picture. Picture, I get choked up talking about it. <laughs> this incredible <laughs> <laughs> picture of you on LinkedIn or wherever online. Uh-huh. And it's the headphones on, the big smile, and you got your Our Lady Guadalupe mm-hmm. shirt where Juan Diego's opening the tilma and it says, and then I saw her face, now I'm exactly. a believer. Oh, oh my goodness. Oh, that's so cool. I'm like, dude, I like this guy. I, I like Orquidy. That's what we tried to do. Juan Diego Network 
some of the things, like it's one of the things that we do on our patron saint, Juan Diego, and we try to keep him light. And well, Scott, uh, Scott Williams, lo- Scott loves to do that. So we're a fan of everything they do. Previous guest on the Beatitudes, Catholic concepts, yep, yep. sock religious, and a, and a longtime sponsor since before we even asked him. We and told of him course, my sponsor. my socks, of course, right now are. Sock religious, Holy Spirit socks. You're wearing yes. the Holy Spirit? Nice. Okay, good. <laughs> I, I was about to have to reach in there and pull out a different pair for later. We'll get to that, though. Well, no, those <laughs> those socks work really well in a pair of cleats. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the new greatest joke of all time. Hey, uh, uh, you just dropped it on us, Juan Diego Networks. What is Juan Diego Networks? Tell me, like, you got a couple of Juan Diego things going on in your world. What's What are these? Well, Juan Diego Network was the first thing, and it's... Uh, Basically, we do lots of podcasts that want to attract Latinos. We experiment a lot with different formats, segments, with different types of styles and, and well, different audiences, different types of Spanish, different everything to try to get to Latinos. Can I say something real quick? There's so many parallels here. You mm-hmm. do lots of podcasts. We do <laughs> one podcast a lot of times. You experiment with different styles. We do that on every show. <laughs> you try different like uh, versions of kind of dialect and approach. That's pretty much my whole life. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel like we're brothers <laughs> with you. You are a dude. Or however, you, how would you call us in Spanish? Uh, I don't think uh, just make something up. Then that's what we no, do. No, if people, well, I'll say it. I don't know if any Mexicans listen to you. Way. That's what we would say. Oh, way? It's, it's not like hey, way. Like yeah. my my mother doesn't like li- like you it when I, when I say that. It's slang. Yeah. It's a slang of for dude. Yeah, in Mexico. You're, well, it's just like growing up in America. Your parents really love it when you call them dude. Huh? What'd you say, dude? That's true. <laughs> oh, that's true. It's pretty slang. <laughs> um, okay, wait. That's Juan Diego Networks. Yeah. And then Juan Diego and Company and Co. Yeah, Juan Diego and Co. Okay, what's that? That's the the thing that we have that connects. Catholic organizations in the U.S. that want to attract Latinos to Christ through whatever they're doing, right? So we work with dioceses. We work with. That's why I have the, the Detroit. It's not that I'm a fan of the, of of the Detroit. I'm less here after last, <laughs> after having the Rangers, right? <laughs> but we work with the Archives of Detroit. We work mm-hmm. with OSV. We work with Ascension Press, etc. Different uh, Catholic organizations that want to connect with half of the of the church here in the U.S., which are Latinos now, right? So that's what we try to do, and that has different levels, strategy, marketing, a lot of different tactics that... that so we can just keep the cameras rolling, but let's just turn this into a business meeting for a second. Beatitudes needs to reach the Latinos. Okay. I guess I should stop this stupid accent. <laughs> 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 Any other tips? <laughs> <laughs> we could say bienvenidos oh, at the yeah. beginning. Oh, of, yeah. that, that was a good yeah. accent. Yeah. Thank you. He's good at a lot of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Don't say that like you're jealous. <laughs> you're good at a lot of stuff, too. <laughs> what the heck? Uh, well, I just my accent is like this million dollars. <laughs> like Jeff, that's not Spanish. That's no, you you just you have one accent that <laughs> slightly morphs depending on what you're trying to do, and it's <laughs> but that's fun. It's funny. But it's like the polar the polar negative. Uh, what is the <laughs> polar <laughs> opposite? Yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Again, we make up words too. Yeah, my accent's the opposite of what I mean for it to be. So, oh, anyways, oh yes, you go uh, to a different side of the world. That's yes, right. polar negatives. Yes. <laughs> Oh my God. Uh, I, I can see that. <laughs> <laughs> He's getting to know us real quick. Yeah, it's scary. Uh, mm-hmm. Like, are there really like groups that have no ang- Anglo presence and no 
Latin American presence and you come in and you're like, okay, we need to talk about the way you, you completely run this differently because it's not just changing the Spanish language. There's an entire culture behind this and that even morphs from one part of Latin America right. to another. Yeah, you, you, you nailed it because Latinos, every election, Americans realize, oh, it's not a monolith, right? Like <laughs> it's different Latinos from Texas, from California, from, mm -hmm. from Florida, right? From the East Coast, etc. So yeah, 26 different countries. Of course, a lot of very different traditions, uh, cultures, everything, right? And of course, then you have migrants, first generation, second, third, et cetera, et cetera, right? Like there's a lot of nuances. So yeah, whenever you say Latino, yes, it means something, right? But you have to go deeper, right? And whenever Catholic organizations that have never tried, or maybe they have done like Google Translate and have a, like other <laughs> brochure and yeah, that's check. That's what we, we're doing stuff for Latinos. Well, we have to start first with the strategy and try to understand who they're really trying to, to serve, right? And well, that's, that's very different what it was 20 years ago and a lot of things about Latinos in the U.S. Uh, of, uh, and today, right? So, so yeah, we, we have lots of fun there trying to, to work. And of course, it's a long-term thing mm. in, in a lot of senses. Like, sadly, Latinos are also used for, like, a lot of Catholic organizations have tried stuff and, yeah, uh, we couldn't do it or no, it doesn't mm. work or eh, Latinos are not really engaged. Yeah, they close shop or they stop doing anything for Latinos. And there's a lot That's of bad experiences yep. there. Mm. So, so yeah, uh, we have a lot of fun. You have important <laughs> work to do. Yeah. Yeah, that's the real yeah, mission. It's, it's half the church almost here. And, and if you see all the, like, well, the majority of those younger than 25, Latinos. Yeah, well, we haven't given up on our efforts. So I just want you to be clear. We've stuck with it. Thank you. I thought you were going <laughs> to speak in Spanish <laughs> or say something. <laughs> oh. <laughs> like the yeah, accent yeah. I was expecting yeah, for the African the accent. Un poquito <laughs> that we have done. <laughs> <laughs> sounded almost Russian for a second there. <laughs> or, or no, Austrian. You were turning into Arnold. <laughs> Un poquito. <laughs> I listened. This is not a joke I'm about to tell you. I should play this for you all in the break. But I listened to an Australian girls choir sing 90s cover songs of like Metallica. Sometimes I listen what? to them in Belgium, and they released an album in Spanish, and it is beautiful. Wow. <laughs> I'm telling you. Jeff goes, listen to this song. And I'm like, what is What, what this? is even <laughs> happening right now? <laughs> You're writing newsletters listening to this? That's actually how I zone out. <laughs> like when my wife sees me stressed about a project, and I'm like doing stuff, she's like, why don't you go, go up there and listen to the Belgian girls? <laughs> <laughs> what a weird <laughs> sentence for your wife to formulate and direct at you. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I'm going back to you now. Well, yes. Okay. So, but I, I think there's a lot there that we, I mean, we could spend hours unpacking, I'm sure. But, like, so you're saying that basically um, it's got to be more than just putting up signage that says la iglesia está a la izquierda, right? Like it's, you can't just say that this is the Se direction. Habla español. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? Like, which I mean is a good thing. It's a good step to try to meet people where they are with their language and, and, and be able to connect with them. I mean, that's, mm -hmm. that's an awesome and powerful thing. But so what are, what are you seeing or what maybe are you guys doing that does kind of get in there and address the, the differences in, in culture or the differences in approach to the faith? Oh, that's very, there's a lot of nuances there. So I'll try to tackle it like very concretely, no? Sure, sure. We're trying 
what we what we want to do when working both with clients, let's say on the one day one co, and also with one day one network, mostly is aimed at millennials and Gen Z, which are the hardest, as everyone knows. Mm. Like trying to reach them and we do a lot of experiments in Quandio Network and we fail a lot and we love failing because that's how we realize what works and what doesn't work mm. and what which things work of, of several of the of the shows or of different parts and stuff and we measure everything and we adjust etc etc so getting to uh, let's let's say attracting young Latinos right now it's very challenging because a lot of different aspects right one thing yes history like they're what what they have like the roots traditions their, let's say family and, and culture and stuff sure. it's still very important and even now a lot more than than before because younger generations of latinos are prouder of being latino mm. specifically mexican or colombian or, wh or whatever they are mm -hmm. before they tried to assimilate so now there's like a coming back of so that's very good right cool and as part of the culture of latinos like the vast majority of latinos are baptized catholic right it's always there you scratch the surface of it so it's always there hmm. of course the thing is they have an idea of what the church is they have an idea of what of, of who christ is they don't know him personally they have heard about the church or they remember going to spanish mass or they still go to spanish mass because if you go to any here in dallas right go to any 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 mass in spanish they're full of families and even kids with, like, kids, <laughs> let's say high school or, or college, like, they go with their parents. Yeah. Right? Which is, I don't see that much in, in, in like, English masses, right? Sure. So, so that's the thing. The thing is, it's my abuelita's religion or it's my religion, right? Right. So, so that's why, like, the Juan Diego, the podcaster, the different things that we try to do, it's like, no, you can also have, like, you can really get to know Christ. Yeah, so so let, let me introduce you to Christ, to you, not, not your, your abuelita's uh, religion, right? Right, so not just my grandmother's religion, Exactly, basically. yeah, sorry, I didn't, no, yeah, I didn't translate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we got it. No, no yeah, just, just making sure Paul, for the Paul audience. Paul used his grandmother's <clears throat> ring to propose in his wife's grandmother's car. So we're, yeah, there was, there was a, a lot whole of grandmother <laughs> thread <laughs> in our previous guest last week. That's right. He totally okay. gets abuelitas. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> you nailed it, Jeff. <laughs> Bien hecho. Yeah, let me tell you something. I am willing to be vulnerable here as I'm learning on air. So, hey, <laughs> how did this become your career? Like, what is the pathway that you go from mm -hmm. Kid Jose to Juan Diego Network, Juan Diego the Podcaster, the guy who mm. has more podcasts than we have episodes? I mean, <laughs> podcast <laughs> brands. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so t 2003. I was in high school. I was finishing high school. And during high school, I had lots of doubts about the faith. Lots of doubts. I was reading Nietzsche. I was reading that sort of stuff. Sure. My parents had started, before I was born, a covenant community in Monterrey, Mexico. I'm the oldest of six. So I was always like in a lot of like church stuff. No? But high school, I had doubts. And I asked my youth leaders. I asked everyone uh, I knew of. And was like, oh, have faith or pray that you feel the Lord, right? Mm. Ah, that like <clears throat> affected me so much. Wow. Like I didn't <laughs> like that answer at all. <laughs> and and well, I tried to, of course, the internet 2001, 2002 was very different than right now, right? So trying to read stuff, trying to find out the 
answers to my questions. It was like this very old school, like Spanish from Spain, right? That was very formal, very distant, right? Mm. In, in everything related to like faith. So that didn't really talk to me. So I was invited to go to SPO, uh, <coughs> St. Paul's Outreach, mm -hmm. a summer internship program. Based out of uh, Minnesota, right? Exactly, yeah. St. Paul, yeah. So the last day of my high school, uh, my last high school exam, a Friday morning, I uh, we, we drove to Nuevo Laredo, the border, Mexico, took a Greyhound bus what? to St. Paul. I had, I had been on buses in Mexico. They're very decent. I didn't know uh, what I was getting into. There wasn't even TV. And the first time... Ameri That's like a seven-day <coughs> bus ride across yeah, America. We got, yeah, it was like <laughs> Sunday morning. <laughs> got there. The first time, and, and Americans don't understand this, but the first time that I was offered drugs was in a, in a Greyhound station at night, like mm. just waiting for the next bus to pick me up and stuff. Right? The first time when I was 18. Right? Wow. Not, not in Mexico. Right? It was wow. here in yeah. Greyhound station. Yeah. So, so well, that summer, two months, uh, was very important because I that's where I realized that I could ask questions, I could like be engaged with and not just dismissed and like have faith and stuff or yeah. uh, like yeah. you're gonna feel God, uh, which I know a lot of people do in a lot of ways and and well Latinos tend to be more like that, charismatic sure. and stuff and my whole environment around me was a lot more like that. And I just struggled with that a lot. So there, I could engage. I, I saw that there were really cool stuff happening for English speakers, right? And, and well, <clears throat> at the end of that summer, uh, before going back or well, starting college, I made a promise to God that I forgot for the several years. Uh, not forgot, but I didn't want to remember. But <laughs> uh, it was he like remembered. I, yeah. I was gonna be doing stuff for for yeah. young Mexicans, Latinos, to try to to attract them to Christ, to talk like in their own language, right? Yeah. And well, long story short, I financial lawyer led the family offices of a Boston family in Mexico, the investments, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Started a brewery, craft brewery. Started selling all over Mexico at Walmart, HEBs, Sorianas, etc. Bar, 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 like e 11 bars and restaurants. And this thing was still there, right? Like I had, I had said something and I never left like, yeah, Sunday mass and stuff, but I wasn't part of anything. And I was already married and I was going every weekend or like to sell beer to beer festivals and beer tastings and at night and on the weekdays to to yeah the the restaurants and yep. the bars yep. which was fun right but it wasn't fun at the end of the sure. day right and my my daughter who's now 9 years old was born and I was like what am i doing no and well it took a while i identify a lot with Jonah I was just going like the other. I didn't mm -hmm. want to listen, right? Mm. So I started winding very imprudently. Imprudently, uh, now I realize in hindsight. Uh, started like just closing shop everything. And when I was living in Mexico City, 2012, opened an office there, I, I discovered podcasts. And of course, well, not Catholic podcasts yet, 
but then later Catholic podcasts and I saw that there were cool podcasts in English but I didn't see anything in Spanish mm-hmm. and the podcasts, the Catholic podcasts in, in Spanish were like a badly recorded like sermon of a priest in church, right? And that was podcast. And I don't think that's a podcast, right? Because people who want to listen to a homily go to mass, right? So so started with a podcast, started doing very well every week, like being in the top charts all over, uh, all over Latin America, Spain, etc. And then I was like, okay, so this is it. Let's do podcasts, and that's how I'll <laughs> I'll do what I was called to do, or what I made my promise, right? And then that time, well, started several podcasts. Then 2019 started uh, the first uh, process with the o- first OSV Innovation Challenge, which was really great. Helped me a lot. Uh, at the end, we 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 won that, so that helped me a lot like change my mindset awesome. in yeah. a lot of different ways uh, and get to know a lot of people because my background like in, in Latin America, I think not only Latin America, everywhere in the world except the US and Germany and maybe another example. Catholic, like whenever you do something, it's like a, w- a weekend thing or a night thing. Mm. It's an apostolate, right? It's not something you, like your day job. Mm. So... I realized that could be a day job of sorts. And that's why I closed everything, sold some stuff, closed everything, and started doing podcasts. And and in the Excel it looked great, right? Like it yeah. was gonna be a it was gonna be a, a good business, et cetera, et cetera. <laughs> now the Juan <laughs> Diego Network, as I told you, I think I remember we were already recording. This is during our Buffalo Wild it, Wings. It, it was <laughs> <laughs> it's it's an apostolate and we're like I always want to continue like that because that's where we experiment what works and what doesn't work. And yeah, you don't have this weird of pressure of, of the financial considerations. You're just well, blessing people. In that part, yeah. The other part, Juan Dionco, that's where we need, right, need, need, need the clients. But we don't have till now. Uh, this year, apparently, things are going to start changing, but we don't have any funding or anything mm-hmm. for, for the Juan Dion Network, which means we can fail and try new things, okay. which is new evangelization right do you have a studio somewhere for your podcast all over yeah do you ever sit this close <laughs> to people in your studio <laughs> never ever <laughs> <laughs> well this is us adopting a very familial uh closeness you know we like to we're kind of uh what's the word for it i'm trying to think of the right word Acerca. i thought you were about to punch me <laughs> <laughs> uh like what is it if you're like um it's like a love language, but I want to say like touch is the love language. No, <laughs> yeah, because that because that sounds. It's more like there's a brotherly bromance feeliness. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, I, I wouldn't use that. Word. Well, <laughs> good because uh, maybe this will be the episode that takes off to millions and people be like, "That dude's weird." So, <laughs> um, so a couple really quick things too. Number one, you brought us some really cool sw- swag. Can you describe what's on this that I'm about to share on the screen here for? Viewers on a on our cameras here. What is it? What are we looking at here? Sure. What is this guy? Uh, it's focus, right? I'll get it focused. That's that's Juan Diego, the podcaster. That's so cool. <laughs> so <laughs> of course you know the story. I'm hoping everyone listening, uh, Juan Diego. You better. And just yeah. like him, like five almost five hundred years ago, he's yes. He didn't do anything else, right? He's yes changed the evangelization in, in the Americas. Mm. Now we need Juan Diego's. And we only need to say yes, right? Like he did. And remember, we're 
talking earlier as well. Even he he had the best excuse not to walk in front of Our Lady on the second time, right? He he avoided her, right? He went elsewhere, and he did had the best excuse. His uncle second was dying, uncle. right? He was dying, the uncle. So it was not like uh, he just didn't want to do it. Yes, in the beginning he was very clear. He didn't feel worthy enough to go to the Spanish bishop. Remember Juan yep. Diego, Aztec, ex-Aztec, now what? Like conquered people, the conquest had just happened. He was conquered like the Spanish conquistadores, he, like the prince of the church. He didn't feel worthy to go there. Mm-hmm. And then he had the best excuse not to. But at the end he said yes. And that was it. Yeah. Our lady, of course, uh, through him and God through her, right? But everything changed in the in the Americas after that. And we need Fondios right now who just say yes, even though we're not <laughs> capable or feel uh, not worthy, right? So Juan Diego, the podcaster, till my listeners convert. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, it was worth a shot. I was going to let him sit with it. I thought no, that was pretty good. I was going to try, <laughs> and then if it failed, I was going to learn and do something different next. I thought we might <laughs> just go straight into commercial break. It was pretty good. Oh, okay. No. Hey, well, um, geez, I, I, I love one day. Remind me what year he was uh, canonized. 2002. We're going to be this Maybe June. Is, is, is June. Yeah, we're just over 20, 20 years, so I don't remember if it's going to be 21 or 22 yeah. this year. Well, so it was very recent, and um, if people are listening don't really know the story of Our Lady Guadalupe or Juan Diego or what I really got to experience when I was dri- down there, the fifth apparition of, hi- of Mary appearing to his uncle. Mm-hmm. Um, gosh, there's stuff. This, this, the layers of this never end. You could spend your entire life um, in this and you would just be blessed beyond belief but we're about to bless you beyond belief with a little game Okay, <coughs> the game is called blessed are the joke makers <laughs> for they shall inherit the points <laughs> this okay. is going to be yeah. worth no. 153.1 okay. for 1531 ah. yeah, thanks for not going in the thousands <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, couldn't, I couldn't suffer that kind of a co- I can't come back I'm already way too far behind <laughs> All right, yes, and the way this is going to work is we've got a card that it has a character on it, and we have to try to answer the Catholic card game prompt as this character. And then you just get to decide who you enjoyed the most. So it's completely up to you. You have to give all the points to one person. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, and, and there's no real criteria. It's just, the just rules. a few. Yeah. All right, so the character that we all have to try to take on is as the coolest hipster I would like blank for Christmas. Yeah, man. I know that you're still away at college, bro, but I really want you to come home and see the folks. You know, Madre would love to see you. Is she not your mother? makes no sense. Yeah, bro. Um, you know, I, w- I would just like for you to uh, get me a mocha chocolate from uh, Oregon. And um, if you could just ship it direct to me. But make sure it's on one of those flights that's got the low carbon footprint. Because, uh, you know, I want to make sure that only like 3,000 trees have to be used to make up for the amount of carbon that we're releasing. You know, so. Uh, and I'm going to feed. Make sure. Oh, get a pup cup. Because I'm going to feed it to my dog. Um Brewster, he's uh, 
Oh, he's going to love it so much. Rooster. Que paso? That me- that's Hispanic for... Hispanic? Uh, <laughs> what's paso? You know, what's going on? You know, for Christmas, man, I would really love... To get you know this new this new Spanish album. No, sorry, you probably haven't heard of them. You probably haven't. Heard. They they have a podcast. Too. It, I can't even. They're too they're too new. They're too edgy. You you've never even heard of them. Way, way. <laughs> no way. <Yeah. laughs> What'd you think? <laughs> you gotta you have to pick something. Yeah. <laughs> just one, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah you can't leave I, the room I either. I, I, someone has to win then. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so Paul, you're the winner. Oh, oh yes. Oh, time. Thank <laughs> you. Man, I it's Hispanic was my favorite part <laughs> of this. <laughs> this is gonna be great. Nick, that's your hashtag t shirt. Hey, for being our celebrity guest judge, Jose, you're getting a pair of socks from sockreligious.com. You're going to be getting the Easter Vigil socks. Do you have these yet? <laughs> no. It's a pretty good time of year. And um, if all the Beatitudes out there would just right now click on uh, a website. Called SoccerReligious.com slash Beatitudes. You can get yep. 10% off your own socks. <laughs> yep. And remember, this is the night for these socks. <laughs> <laughs> wow, cool. So good. We'll be right back. <laughs> The team at Aquinas Wealth Advisors believes that good values and good returns are not mutually exclusive. Using a tech-smart and morally sound approach, they provide investment alternatives that align with Catholic teachings without sacrificing returns. These days, faith-driven investors are finding it hard to know where their money is going. They have no visibility into what their dollars are supporting, but there's a better way. Thanks to the faith and finance score from Aquinas Wealth Advisors, You can look into your current holdings to see what you're supporting and make a switch to an advisor that aligns with your values and gives power to your voice. Check out AquinasWealth.com today. Hi, it's Paul Kolker from the Beatitudes here, and I just wanted to share with you guys that I also, outside of the show, perform improv comedy on a regular basis with a group called Divine Comedy. So what we do is we come up with everything on the spot, so whether you're looking for faith-filled, fun, family-friendly comedy for your youth night, or whether you're looking for clean comedy for your corporate event, Divine Comedy can perform for your group and even get you in on the action. So if you'd like to hire us to come out and perform for your next event, check out DivineComedyImprov.com. Divine Comedy, an inferno of fun. Welcome back, everybody. We are with Jose Manuel de Urquidi. 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 Yeah. I'm here our, to help you. Our newest best friend, who is a uh, delegate to the Synod and Synodality in Rome. What? We're saving that for the bonus. Oh, we are? Did I miss that completely? <laughs> no. All right. <laughs> Keep going. Sorry about that. Well, that's a teaser. A little tease for the Friday show. Yeah. Um, come back. Come back to that one. All right. Let's go straight into this one. What would you call this? Lobo. Yeah. yeah. It's a lobo. No, <laughs> no. We pulled out our wolf, everybody, and it's a lover. <laughs> you can pronounce every other word flawlessly, but when it comes to wolf in any language, <laughs> wolf, lover, lover, lover. 
gosh. <laughs> All right, you got a lot of podcasts. <laughs> what is your favorite podcast, and is that also the most popular of your podcasts? We mm. need to know both of these, and Beatitudes can't be the answer on this one. <laughs> your, your favorite podcast of your own. Yeah, well, it's going to ask. You, well, yeah, because you said <laughs> that you, you make so many and you, you're testing different ideas yeah. and all that. So even it can even be one that you say has failed. But like, what was that experience like and why was it your favorite? Oof, that's a very he tough said one. Wolf. He said <laughs> <laughs> I think it was an oof. <laughs> there was no W. <laughs> it's a tough one because like right now, the my maybe the the. The one that I I'm liking the most is one that we released just the day of Saint Juan Diego, mm. which is December ninth, mm. oh, which cool. we launched. It's a it's a nonfiction like scripted narrative podcast, uh, Secretos del Tepeyac. So Tepeyac, do you know? The hill. Do you know Tepeyac? Yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah, the hill where Our Lady. So that's with Monsignor Eduardo Chavez, who's the postulator okay. of San Juan Diego. Uh, narrator, Kay. sound designs. Wait, real quick, postulator of the sa- of the ca- uh, case. His like cause his saint, yeah, his cause. Right. Cause for canonization yeah. to become a saint. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Just just he, so he's that like that audience. world top 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 expert. He's also going to be a saint if you just want to hear yeah. some early predictions from Jeff. I'll put money on it. Okay. It's good to bet on holy things. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. No, but <laughs> I didn't know what to say to that. All yeah, right. Okay. No, we do that to our guests a lot. No, but um, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. I just bet wanted everybody it. to know what that what that meant in case they hadn't caught that. Yeah, it's a it's a cool one because right now we're in the nine year novena, so we're we've already the first year ended, so we're supposed to be preparing for the five hundred years of her operations, right? So, as I was saying before, we want to leverage on her to evangelize, right? And the thing about Our Lady of Guadalupe, there's a lot of myths around her. Mm. A lot of myths. There's even people still in the church today, and I'm not, it's not hearsay. Like, I know people who still think, uh, like, don't believe, like, she's there in the tilma. There's people in the church that Juan Diego didn't exist, Mm -hmm. right? And, of course, outside of the church, Latin America, Mexico, historians and stuff, like historians, air quotes, yeah. to whomever's <laughs> listening, <laughs> yeah. uh, just listening. So this was trying to, to, like, in a very confront, uh, in a very, how, how do you say, um, different way, be, be a bit more, go into, into the different questions uh, and try to answer them, but with intrigue and stuff. So last year, at the end of last year, there was this Tonantzin. Tonantzin was an Aztec goddess a documentary who, which has won several awards and stuff. And basically, uh, the thing is, Our Lady of Guadalupe was invented, right, to like sort of control the Mexican people, right, et cetera, et cetera. And there's people from the church in that movie or documentary, right? So we started before. We took like a, over a year to create the podcast. But we are trying to dispel the myths in a cool way. So it's like 20-minute episodes. Cool. If everything goes right, next December, well, this December, forget that we're 2024, <laughs> this December, we're going to be launching it in English as well. So hopefully. I think that's incredible. I think everybody listening should support that effort too because just like you keep saying, people in the church, people in the church also seem to not believe a lot of stuff that the church teaches us, including... Exactly. The uh, truth of the Eucharist. Exactly. So um, I think 
for people who have uh, studied Our Lady of Guadalupe in any amount and then spent any time either praying for her intercession or actually visiting her, it's more real than this tiny table that we're hitting right now. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. She stayed here. Yeah. Well, the, the Mexico City. Well, <laughs> <laughs> the Americas, as I like to <laughs> make sure that I'm part of it. Now it's the Americas. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, exactly. She came for the Americas. <laughs> We're in the middle of moving out of our current house. That's a whole crazy story for another episode. But uh, the one thing we've left up is uh, we have a picture of uh, the Madonna and the Veil, which is Our Lady with Baby Jesus, but then uh, an Our Lady Guadalupe that we bought that touched the original. I mean, it was just, it mm. wasn't, you know, JP2 blessed or anything, but... We want anybody who walks in our house to see it to be like, okay, this place is very special, or to run away. <laughs> <laughs> All or nothing. Yeah. <laughs> cool. It's really cool. Hey, so we do a question of the day on every Monday episode, and it's a question that all four of us get to answer. And so the question of the day today, it's a really easy layup. It's great for, you know, just getting to know somebody at a yeah, dinner party. Answer in the comments, you know, just follow along. <laughs> but we what we want you to do is just answer in the comments. As if you're talking to your very best friend, what are you struggling with today yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or, or recently? What is something you've been struggling with recently? I'll go first because mine's very uh, apparent to me. Um, I've always done a lot of stuff. And starting around this summertime, my kid was getting sick again and then the other kid got sick. And then that was my fourth hospitalization of the year. And we were hiring people and we we're trying to launch different stuff. And all this stuff's happening. I got anxiety for the first time uh, as an adult that I can recall of like my chest felt tight or mm. if I laid down my heartbeat was in my throat and it still happens some right now, but it's been wild to watch. And there's things we've done at work to unlock some of it where wow, I'm choking up where we've like removed something and I'm like, Oh, I feel this. Or we brought in a woman that I know well to help me with my medical bills. And I'm like, Oh, this helps. And then my son twice has gotten into breathing issues and we got him out of it without visiting Medical City, wow. Dallas. And one of them, I left a men's conference to come home, to come get him, uh, to take him to the hospital. And I asked everybody there to pray. And, you know, next thing I know, I woke up, it was the next morning. And I was like, oh, I'm still in my house. This is cool. So it's it's coming off. But, um, man, it's, it's wild that it's a physical manifestation of something that I'm not sad. You know, it's just anxiety. It just exists. Yeah. So. It's real. Yeah, it is real. How about you guys? What are you struggling <laughs> with? Yeah, I mean, hey, Jeff, I'm there with you like every day, right? Starting our businesses and it's my first time as an entrepreneur and I look to you and you look to me and we're trying to figure it, you know, build the build the airplane while we're flying it, right? <laughs> yeah. what, what's wild about that, and I think that maybe this is the best business decision ever. I think podcast listeners would agree, but most people would say we're crazy. Most of our decisions are made by just what the Holy Spirit is telling us to do. I mean, like, literally, we'll be like, hey, you know, this makes no sense, right? Yeah. I feel like we should do it still. Yeah, I mean, when we were praying about it, I felt really good. Okay, let's go do it. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, hey. Yeah. We'll but see. Yeah, that's been, I mean, that's been a struggle. Begin, you know, a year struggle and continues. Yeah. Paul? Yeah, so quick disclaimer before I say what I'm going to say. Um, it's not that I'm saying that I'm despairing. But I have been struggling with with hopefulness mm -hmm. towards towards a variety of things. Um, it's a good disclaimer. Yeah, yeah, because it's it's not a total despair, and in fact, in some ways, it's actually deepened my prayer, uh, or at least recently, it has started to like. There was a period where it was more of a struggle, and 
and again, still an ongoing fight that I have to really lean into and or lean on the Lord in the process. But, um, and I will say the, one of my resolutions on a previous episode, um, talking about praying in the morning has been helping immensely. It is just incredible, um, how God shows up for your day when you show up for God first thing. So, um, anyway, the, the hopefulness part though is, um, just, there have been a, a whole variety of like what I feel like are just bait and switches um, in something looking like it's going to pan out career-wise or uh, my, my sort of side gig has always been acting in improv and stuff. And, and improv has been going well. That's, that's something I'm grateful for and, and has been doing great. But um, the acting piece, it's like, man, I'll, I'll get close on something. And then like I, I got to be uh, a featured extra, so that's a little bit better than just being in the background. But I was five feet away from from Jennifer Lawrence in a scene, and you know, and and I had an interaction with one of the main characters before they sat down next to her, and so there was like this whole thing where I would have or or should have, in theory, been featured, you know, on on the big screen for that, and uh, all of those back flat or flashback scenes got got cut yep. from the film mm. and. Uh, I, I saw something, they posted something about having to do six weeks worth of reshoots. And I was like, I'm probably getting cut from this. And, Ooh. uh, yeah. And it's, it's things like that where it's like this kind of near miss and feeling like you're, yeah. you're honing yeah. in on it finally. And then it just, it just doesn't happen. And so there's a lot of, uh, a lot of struggle with, okay, well, what is that God? Or like, where, where are you in that? And again, that's very much a, you know, like a first world struggle in the sense that it's like, okay, I'm not, I'm not starving. I'm not suffering health stuff or, I mean, it's, it's a whole different level, but it's like getting close struggle. Yeah. yeah it's, well, it's getting close to what you desire and then having the kind of feeling the rug pull and wondering yeah, so, what's something about. you said actually has been kind of coming up for me, like, me lately. That is like, I think I know where we're supposed to be going. And then this like constant reminder of like going back and saying, no, no, no. What is, your plan for us hmm. and so that's been just a recent kind of like oh we started this business because we felt called into it we're doing these things because we felt called into it oh we must be doing this next <laughs> right and you forget to like um, double check yourself on mm. it. so that's just something that i've been going back to is like well i need to make sure this is still like just because we're here at this point in time mm -hmm. what is that next step on the path yeah when it's hard not to have those plans. And I think it's sure. interesting if anybody sees, like Paul, if they see you on stage, you got to remember this is a human being. You know, that you, you have joy on stage because that's your job, you know, like, and you True. bring joy. But yeah, I try, and I try to intentionally do that. Mm -hmm. And then yeah. you have, like, like any one of us, like, there's a humanity behind all this. They were editing some of my stuff the other day here at the, uh, at the company, some videos. And I said, I know you're about to critique everything I built. Don't forget the guys that look like they have a ton of confidence still need to be told when they do a good job. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's, please know I do need this. <laughs> <laughs> right. Because uh, it's scary. Yeah. All of it's scary. Yeah. What about you, Jose? I was thinking of the question. There's, I, I've always struggled with something that I'm finally acting on it, which acting on it is a struggle in itself. Mm. Saying no is very difficult for me. Yeah. Mm. And more like on this, like the evangelization formation side, uh, which apparently is something Latino, like we love working for free and, and doing a lot of stuff for, for free. Uh, and I do a lot of stuff pro bono, yeah. a lot of stuff. Uh, 
and I need to start saying no. So I started the year by saying no in January to a thing that I really wanted to do and to s several other things, a big one. And well, at the end, yes, I found peace, but still my mind, yeah. like, uh, I, I want to do everything. And there's so many good things that can be done and my mind is always on day and night thinking how to better reach uh, like people, not just Latinos, right? people and, and like be out there in the mission and, and attract them to Christ, to the sacraments, to the church. And it's very difficult for me. And it's basically the first year that I'm starting, like after starting, like founding this Juan Diego stuff uh, to say no. Yeah. So I've been tempted to cut back on that. And no, I'm trying not to. So it's a weird struggle. I can't imagine that any man or other type of person listening to this, women, remember they were Women would the be the other <laughs> type of person. <laughs> 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 that when they hear these struggles, don't identify with all of it. And, uh, you know, in different ways at different stages for all of us. A question for you, uh, not to make light of the struggle, Jose, but mm -hmm. is this an example of something that you wish you would have said no to? And you're just not realizing <laughs> it. <laughs> or, or are we supposed to give you money for being there? <laughs> you got it. You got it, man. <laughs> hint. Hint. Guys, how much more do I have to say before you pay? Uh. <laughs> no, no. Uh, well, we're blessed to have you here. So um, we're going to wrap up this show differently than we do every other Monday show. It's called Reverse Simpsons, and it's just because we try to make podcasting difficult on ourselves. We have 90 different variations of our one show. Okay. Um, <laughs> I came up with some brain teasers for you all. And my question, I'm going to let you all take a quick like podcast vote with each other. Do you want to answer these separately, and I give you one at a time a brain teaser, or collectively, and see if y'all can get it? Maybe talk out loud. Maybe work. Through maybe it. that. Okay, that way nobody looks. Uh, <laughs> Thank you, Nick. Yeah. <laughs> that way nobody looks dumb alone. Yeah, that's right. That's well, yeah. Put us to shame <laughs> collectively. collectively. Yeah. I'm actually writing a, a Christmas uh, movie called Dumb Alone. <laughs> <laughs> Weirdly, I was thinking that, and then just, you beat me to it. It's just me at home. <laughs> <laughs> Setting up traps for nobody. <laughs> for <Yeah>. yourself <laughs> in the middle of the night as a sleepwalker. Somebody's in here. I just saw him in the mirror. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, I'm going to that Mickey Mouse voice. That's real. <laughs> oh. Okay, Was that gentlemen. In <laughs> oh, Stromboli. <laughs> okay, so here we go. This is the brain teaser. So ready. <laughs> so ready. I don't have my voice back yet. Here we go. Question number one, gentlemen. A man pushes his car to a hotel and tells the owner he's bankrupt. Why? A man pushes his car to a hotel and tells the owner he's bankrupt. Why? <laughs> I can edit out the part where we all thinking. <laughs> well, I'm trying to like Huge think chunk. out loud so you can yeah. a little bit more interactive. Yeah, please go for it. Or I can make pushes noises. his car to a hotel. So, oh, I got it. He's what? playing Monopoly. Nailed it. That's uh -huh. it. Good job. <laughs> Just in time for me to click that rim shot button. 
All right, so good I job. Get all those points. <laughs> That's oh, yeah. just a group effort. <laughs> <Correct>. <laughs> you and you contributed none. Everybody at this table just got a point. Congratulations, Jose, on your first point. Okay, me too, by the way, Christopher. Number two. How far can a deer run into the woods? How far can a deer run into the woods? Here's uh, deer. what I see. Deer in the headlights. What I'm, I'm reading John your brain deer. right now. Gobbledygook. <laughs> yes, that's right. How far can a deer? How, can a far, how far can a deer run into the woods? I want to say something silly like all the way, but that doesn't make sense. Um, halfway, and then halfway back out. Yeah, because it's nice. into. You nailed it, <laughs> brother. <laughs> nice. Yes. Wow. You can run. It's how far into is the key word in this one. Because yeah. when I read it, I was like, what? And then I was like, oh, into. Because then after that, you're running out to. Yeah. <laughs> that's not a word. <laughs> 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 I think he knows that that's not a word. He's pretty fluent. <laughs> oh, next brain teaser. <laughs> I think my brain just got teased when I hit the mic with it. Yeah. Okay. Um, number three and final. Okay. Oh, means the last one. So right. number three is. Saying, well, this is you. <laughs> what has a mouth but cannot speak? Moves but has no legs. Has a bank but no money. A river. That's right. Yeah. It runs straight through it. Congratulations, Beatitudes. Yeah. Three <laughs> points for everybody. Jose, way to go on the brain <laughs> teaser. Yeah, you know what I saw you do? <laughs> Say no to participating. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm struggling. <laughs> No, you're good. You're doing an amazing <laughs> job. I love the comments. He's just trying to figure out what are the equivalent brain teasers in Hispanic. Oh, yeah, he's exactly. In Hispanic. <laughs> All right. Well, we will. Um, you know what? We are going to bring you back for a bonus show where we're going to be talking about the synod and your layperson representation in a synod full of clergy and religious. And I can't wait to hear all the juicy details as you unveil them on the Beatitudes. Stick around. <laughs> All right, so we will see y'all in the Latin American launch of the Beatitudes, and for the rest of you, we will <laughs> see you in the Eucharist. Arrivederci! Italian. <laughs> close, close. Adios. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. If you'd like to join us at our undersized table, subscribe to the video version of the show on YouTube by typing at, that's the symbol at, so shift and two on your keyboard, at the underscore Beatitudes on YouTube. We'll see you there. This podcast is part of the Spoke Street Network. For more great podcasts, visit Spokestreet.com.